Restrictions may apply. Plans and costs for coverage may vary. Call Protect My Car for details. In these hard economic times, you've got to do whatever you can to save money. One of our biggest expenses can be our cars, especially when unexpected repair bills hit. Not anymore. If you do own a car, truck, or SUV made from $19.99 or higher, you could stop paying for car repairs. That's right. You might not have to pay a penny to have it repaired. Just dial star star 1149 on your mobile phone now to see if you qualify. You must have an automobile made from $19.99 or higher, and all repairs. Repairs for your engine, transmission, and much more can become a thing of the past. Dial star star 1149 on your mobile phone today and get your car protected before your next repair bill hits. That's right, total protection for your car and no more repair bills. Just dial star star 1149 on your mobile phone now to see if your car qualifies. That's star star 1149. Never pay for car repairs again. Just dial star star 1149 on your mobile phone now. Dial star star 1149. Hello, hello, what's up everybody, and welcome to episode numero four of the Lone Gunman Podcast, TLG, this is your boy, Rob Clark, coming at you once again, and tonight, we're going to take a little look, by request, at the Oswald in the Doorway phenomenon, or lack thereof. Now, I've touched a little bit on this in the past, but I'm going to try to go in depth a little more tonight. Now, they were, uh, they were looking at this picture of the Alchin 6. It was a series and a set of photographs taken by James Ike Alchins. Uh, right before, during, and after the shots were fired. And it's one of the most important... Um, picture records that we have of that day. Um, and in the Alchin 6, there's several interesting things going on in that picture. Um, we have JFK clutching his throat. We have what appears to be a hole in the windshield. We have the Secret Service agents turned around looking at the Texas School Book Depository. We have, uh, Looks to be uh, Lyndon Johnson's car has the door open a little bit, maybe. Uh, we have what appears to be, what well, it could be, uh, a rifle barrel coming out of the Dow Tex. And there's also a mysterious figure standing in the doorway of the Texas School Book Depository. It just happens to look a little bit like Lee Harvey Oswald. And, uh, you know, of course, it'd be a great discovery if it was determined that this was Lee Harvey Oswald, because then their case falls apart. He wasn't up on the sixth floor shooting, and that's the end of the story. Now, 
even as far back as the Warren Commission, they were interested in trying to figure out who this mysterious guy in the doorway is. Well, through testimony of uh, several people, including that of Bill Shelley, uh, Billy Lovelady, Wesley Buell Frazier, Buell Wesley Frazier, sorry, and uh, a couple others, they, 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 uh, they determined that uh, this guy in the, in the photo, you know, he admitted, yeah, that's me, that was Billy Lovelady, okay? Now, of course, time went on, and you have to remember <clears throat> that back then, you, uh, they didn't have the, the, <clears throat> the right equipment to where they could blow this photo up and keep the crisp, clear detail intact from the negative. And they definitely couldn't do it from a reprodu reproduced photograph, like such as from a uh, newspaper or a photocopy, things like that. They would have had to do it from the negative, and it was still very hard. If you look in the in the Warren Commission volumes, you'll see that the, the copy of the. Uh, Alton 6 they have in there is very, very poor quality. And of course, it's been copied into the book. So the original, <clears throat> I'd like to think they had the original from, from the AP, but who knows. But the, it's one of those things the more you blow it up, the less detail, the more detail you lose. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> I want to take a sip of my sweet tea, Doug. Damn it. Now we're talking. Doug might be on to something there with that sweet tea. I tell you, losing the vocal cords right up. So, <clears throat> through the years, you know, several researchers speculated. Well, within the FBI, you know, they, uh, they picked Lovelady up. Brought him down to their headquarters and photographed him. Now, there was a mistake made by the FBI in their report to Hoover. Because they stated that the clothes they picked Lovelady up in were the clothes that he was wearing on November 22nd, 1963. Which is not the case at all. Because in subsequent interviews, Lovelady said that they never told him to wear the same clothes... That he was wearing on November 22nd. Okay. Because in, on November 22nd. He was wearing a. Plaid checkered shirt. A red plaid checkered shirt. That had black and white lines all through it. So when they pick him up. He's wearing a short sleeve. Red and white vertically striped shirt. Big wide. Big wide stripes. Short sleeve. But in the report to Hoover, they stated that that's what he said he was wearing on November 22nd. So, that little screw-up right there has given researchers fodder for years. But, Billy Lovelady cleared that up. And uh, even Josiah Thompson interviewed uh, Lovelady and he cleared it up then. And the HSCA 
uh, even took a look at it. And uh, you may have heard of Robert Groden. And he was their, their photo analyst. And he managed to, you know, using the best things he had back in the, back in the 70s, he managed to blow up a, a fairly decent looking, uh, you know, copy of the, of the man in the doorway. And the clearer and clearer it got, the more it was pretty clear just by looking at it, it's Billy Lovelady. You know, the features are there. The shirt, the pattern on the shirt is faint, but it's there. There's, there's no denying it. And these, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you why I was asked to do this because, and I've touched on it before, the Oswald Innocence Campaign. This is their star child. They pushed the fact that Oswald was in the doorway they pushed the fact that he was wearing the shirt that he was arrested in when in fact he was not they like to point to Fritz's nose that says that he was all out front with Bill Shelley at the time of the shots well it doesn't say at the time of the shots A. B. We don't know the question asked to which Fritz scribbled an answer okay it could have been you know where was uh where were the rest of the guys at that you were working with? Oh, out front with Bill Shelley. It wasn't, you know, we just don't know if it, if he had asked him, where were you out front with Bill Shelley? Or where were the rest of the guys at out front with Bill Shelley? Okay. And to merely infer that it, these are Oswald's words, or he's referring to himself, is speculation. Because Fritz is dead, and we don't have an answer. Okay. Now, in the Fritz's notes that they love, they love to refer to, it also says that Oswald said that he went home and changed his shirt and his pants. Okay? So, he couldn't have been wearing the shirt that they say he was wearing in the doorway when he was arrested later because he went home and changed. Right? Right. That's called common sense. Okay, but they they pick and choose what facts support their theory, and they ignore the rest of them that they can't explain. Not to mention the fact that not one single person out on the steps or in the crowd ever, ever says that Lee Harvey Oswald was on those stairs. Okay, you think if he was, somebody would have seen him, because the stairway is not that big. I mean, it's not like somebody could get lost in there and, and not be seen. Especially if he's in, captured in the doorway photo when he's all hanging out all over the place for the whole world to see. So if Oswald was out there and not just standing back in the shadows, people would have seen him. They just would have. Okay? And you think as the years goes on and, and as much pressure as was put on Billy Lovelady because... He had Mark Lane chasing him down, wanting to know what was up. He had Josiah Thompson wanting to interview him. And, and uh, probably 10 of, you know, this guy was hounded for the rest of his life because of this damn shirt and his doorway photo. And when Robert Groden tracked him down, he took more photos of him wearing the shirt. He, uh, he even got him to sign an affidavit stating that it was him in the doorway in the shirt. And his wife saying, yes, that's my husband. That's his shirt. That's him in the doorway. Okay. 
Gruden got him to sign this. Now, back to the Oswald Innocence campaign. They swear that this Austin Six photo has been altered, manipulated, faked by like seven different anomalies. Okay, they say the doorway man has no shoulder. They say that black tie man is in front of and behind doorway man at the same time. They say there's an obscured man, okay, which is clearly a guy with his elbow pointed at the camera wearing a white shirt. It's really not rocket science. And to deny that that's what all it is, 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 uh, is, is very insincere, okay? And as far as missing a shoulder, the man is leaning, okay? He's leaning out and around to see something. Okay, and when you lean, you know, your body contorts a little bit, and it looks looks funny. You know, people have to remember that this is a moment, a fraction of a second captured in time. Okay, probably in movement. And they like to think that this guy was just standing out here like a statue on these stairs for hours. And that this is the way it stayed. No. Now, they also claim, of course, that, you know, the shirt, and, of course, everything that could go wrong against um, poor Billy Lovelady, it, it did. You know, with the shirts being similar in in color, you know, but, I mean, they, they, they're trying to match these guys' faces down to the nostril, okay? And if you see the original picture of Ultron 6 and how big and broad and wide it is, and actually how small of an area that we're talking about here. It's insane to sit here and try to compare nostrils and lines or chins or noses or anything else. It's just, it's, it's, it's the most blatantly dishonest thing that I've ever seen in my life. And I know why they're doing it. They're desperate old men. They want desperately to be able to solve this case and say, ha, see, we told you. Right there's Oswald in the doorway. He couldn't have done it. He's innocent. That's our campaign. Ha ha. Yeah. You know, and the, and the guy that, that, that brought it to Fess's attention, Ralph Sinkay. Okay. He says because he's a chiropractor, he can he can tell by the way his clothes are hanging on him that uh, that's the frame of a smaller man and claims that they can distinguish, uh, you know, 10 to 20 pounds off of somebody or an inch or two in height from the from a photo you know taking 200 feet away of somebody i mean it's just ridiculous ridiculous and he claims to be a doctor he's no doctor he plays one on the internet but he's not one okay he hasn't had his, his chiropractor's license in 20 years okay he's not a medical doctor yet you know, you go on these sites, he's pimping HGH and all these other supplements that are not FDA approved, illegal in the United States, and, you know, it's modern day snake oil. That's what he is. He's a wily person. And the reason I say this is because in this world of JFK research, you know, you're only as good as you represent yourself to be. Like, you know, your past has an impact on the present and whether or not you're a credible person. Okay? 
this is why I point out to Fetzer and Ralph Sinkay so often. Okay, they love to attack fellow researchers. They love to attack Robert Groden. They love to attack Leno Sanic and his 50 Reasons for 50 Years. And, you know, all these, all these and Jim DiEugenio and all these other good researchers, they're, they're doing their own thing. They got nothing, you know, they got no time for Fetzer. But, excuse me, Fetzer loves to attack these guys at every turn. You know, and try to start start a war with with Robert Groden, and it's just it's such a waste of time and a distraction. You know, that's what makes me think that these guys are are just ops. They're just they're just I don't know what they are. They're a distraction, is what they are to, to real research. And if you can't see that, I don't know what to tell you. Now, back to Ralph St. K. You know, his persona online. Is vile, annoying. He's like an uh, he has a Napoleon complex. He's a small man, and uh, he likes to act like the big dog, the biggest dog in the yard, and he's not. He's a bully, probably because he was bullied as a child. That's just pure speculation, though. Um. You know, if you go if you go to my blog, conspiracycritic7.wordpress.com, and and do a search for Ralph Sinkay, you'll see all the related articles. You'll see comments from him, comments from Fetzer, and you'll see how this guy really is. I mean, he's he's just vile, and God forbid you disagree with him because then they turn both guns against you and call you a Kennedy killer and say you're bathing in Kennedy's blood and all this other nonsense. And they per do personal attacks all the time. He writes a blog that nobody can comment on. He's an idiot. You know, you try to comment on a Facebook page, he bans you if, if you disagree with him. It's a one-sided conversation, okay? And that's the reason I even started my blog last year was because of him. Because I, I didn't have a chance to say what I wanted to say on, you know, on his Facebook page because he banned me. For trying to have a conversation with it. And pointing out the obvious that, hey, <laughs> dickhead, it's not Oswald in the doorway. And let me also say that just because I think it's not Oswald in the doorway doesn't mean I think he was up on sixth floor shooting. Like I said before, the evidence doesn't support that. You know, he was seen on the first floor and second floor, too close to the time period of the assassination to be up there on the sixth floor. By other witnesses. You know. And and guys like Robert Groden. Who spend. Day after day. And hours upon hours. In Dealey Plaza. You know. Educating the public. And, and, and telling them stories. And, and you know. Just spending time. Dealing with the assassination. And being in Dallas. And to have somebody come along like Fetzer and just attack him when it's just ridiculous. It's uncalled for. I mean, Groden's got more JFK juice in his little pinky than than Fetzer in his whole big body. And as far as Sinkay goes, he's an idiot. He's been banned from damn near every Facebook group except his own. On, on Facebook and McAdams. They, they they like keeping him around as fodder. 
I don't know why. I guess it would be pretty boring there without him, you know, them sitting around all day going, yep, yep, Oswald's guilty. But, yeah, every forum, every group that they go in, they're banned because they're assholes. They don't know how to speak to people. They don't, they're not capable of having a conversation. And it's, it's like, that, and that's it. They're right, you're wrong, and, and that's the end of the discussion. And I'm sorry, it doesn't work like that. You know, when I'm presenting evidence to the contrary of what you're saying, then you better deal with it. You know, and if not, that just makes you look dishonest. You know, when I can sit here and I can point out and do 30 blog posts, spitting out point after point after point after point, saying how you're wrong. Ike Alchins had that photo on the AP wire 22 minutes after the assassination at 1257. He had it developed and on the wire, out to the world. That, that picture was in papers that day in evening and uh, late special editions. Okay, there was no time to alter it. Okay, and if you look at the whole damn photo and not just the blow up. Okay, it coming off the wire, the whole photo now. The whole photo coming off the wire. You wouldn't even bother even noticing who, this guy in the doorway. You know, it wouldn't be until later that somebody was actually looking for something and looking and looking real, real hard, you know, said anything about it. But just some random Joe in New York pulling this picture off the, off the wire wouldn't even, they'd just been like, oh man, look at that, you know, because the action is Kennedy's getting shot and the social, Secret Service guys in the background of Dallas. Now, and, of course, I got, uh, Alchins had seven or eight other photos, you know, and a lot of them didn't want to run that photo because, yes, it does show JFK getting shot. He's got his hands to his throat. It's a morbid photo. Not a lot of editors w ran with that photo, but some did. And, uh, you know, it's in there. Now, back to, uh, excuse me a second. Back to Ralph Sinkay and the OIC. Like I said before, they started this stuff back in, uh, back before the, right around the 49th anniversary. And they've been on it for, what is it, almost two years now, if not longer. And no matter what anybody says to them, they still stick to the same thing. You know, if you go to Ralph's blog, it's it's the biggest joke in the world. You know, everything's fake. Everything's manipulated. Seriously, this is what they say. That every photo and every film taken to the plaza, plaza that day was faked or manipulated somehow. You know, they inserted... Now, we have a picture of a love lady in the jailhouse when they're bringing Oswald by... And of course, he says they drew Lovelady in like uh, Mary Poppins style. You know, when they would draw the animals in, and, you know, she's dancing with the animals. Now, come on now. And, and in this photo, Lovelady's clearly in his red plaid black and white shirt. There's no denying it. And. Then they try to say, well, no, it's this other guy, this gorilla love lady. Now they say there's another guy that's, that looked like Billy Lovelady, his double, 
And it's just so convoluted and such horse shit that I seriously have had enough of it. You know, I, earlier this year, I stopped even messing with that shit because I can't take it anymore. It's, it's, it's insanity. It's like banging your head against the wall. They don't listen. And I'm tired of giving them fodder for this stupid blog. And Ralph's in case, is this is a waste of time? Huh. Okay. Well, I bet you're listening, Ralph. And I'll tell you what. Fuck you, buddy. How about that? Blog about that. Because you're a fraud. And you're an embarrassment to the JFK research community. An embarrassment. Because you make us all look bad. Claiming dumb shit. You know, it's a big distraction. That's all you are. And you know what? You've been marginalized. You've been taken off every forum and group anywhere. And for somebody to find you, they have to really, really seek you out. And believe me, it's a very, very small percentage of people. You know, the only ones I ever see commenting on your Facebook page are maybe two other guys in your little innocence group. It's a joke. Just like you. So, have fun with that. People, it was Billy Lovelady in the doorway. There's no way around it. And for him to say different, you know, he's calling Billy Lovelady and his wife liars. And I know if I was Billy Lovelady's kids or grandkids, I wouldn't appreciate that, not one bit. And somebody needs to track them down and let them know all the crap that these guys are spewing about them and suing for slander. They're jokes. Embarrassments. It's unbelievable the stuff they, they, they post about. But anyway, enough about that. It was not Oswald in the doorway. It was Billy Nolan Lovelady. End of discussion. That's it. That's all she wrote. Throw away the key. And you know, there's other good websites out there to go to. There's one called, let's see, what is it? Rousing K is a stupid bitch. Blogspot.com. That's a good one. Joseph Bax runs that. And he's a preeminent JFK researcher. And he does a very good job of tearing apart Ralph's little theories. And also, B. Pete. 1969.blogspot.com He's another fella that does a good job of tearing them apart. Robin Unger does another good job tearing them apart. It's Quineary I'm not sure on that one. But if you go to B. Pete's website he'll have links to all the other related Ralphs and K bashing websites. And, uh, you know, they, there's nobody on their side except themselves. No real, re, no real respected researcher agrees with them, period. And what they're doing to Leno Sanic now is unforgivable. Jim Fester just needs to shrivel up and go away somewhere. But uh, that's my little rant. I wanted to get that off my chest. And... Uh, Make my buddies Cleep and Mark smile a little bit. And uh, I'm done with Ralph's and K and the OIC. 
I'd like to say it was fun, but I'd be lying because it, it was not fun. It was pure torture and pure hell. And I wasted a lot of time on you, Ralph. And I regret every minute of it. Actually, no. Because when people search for him now, they're going to find my stuff. And they're going to they're gonna see the other side of the story. Because for somebody that doesn't know a whole lot about the case, they can get taken in very easily by these guys. And uh, it takes a while for them to realize that they've been took. But, uh, yeah, that's it for uh, old Mr. Ralphie Sinke. We long live JFK researchers. There's so many other things out there that can help us and uh, prove that Oswald didn't do it or he was set up, framed. So onward to bigger and better things. And uh, I hate that I had to focus on this for this, but uh, we'll be back to regular form next podcast. I just wanted to get this out there and uh, piss on them. Um, go check out my buddy Doug Campbell's podcast, The Dallas Action. You can find it on Spreaker and Facebook. With links to the uh, to the podcast and shows, and he's got a Facebook page. Feel free to go like it, comment. He, he just keeps getting better and better over there. Each episode, it uh, seems like it's better than the last. He's he's an amazing orator. And uh, stay tuned uh, because uh, we got big things planned and uh, more. more more bullets in the gun headed your way. And I'll just leave it at that for now. But everybody, live, laugh, love. Hug your kids, tell them you love them. Keep, keep doing some great JFK research. Keep his memory alive. And Rob Clark is out, people. Have a good one. Until next time, peace. right to save because you work too hard for your money not to. Lowe's is here to help with special Labor Day savings throughout the store. When you buy a DeWalt two-tool combo kit featuring a drill and impact driver, you get a DeWalt bear tool for free. Choose from a reciprocating or circular saw, angle grinder, or 20-volt battery. And update your appliances and get up to 40% off select appliance special values. This Labor Day, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Tool offer valid through 828. Appliance offer valid through 911 U.S. only. You do it right to save because you work too hard for your money not to. Lowe's is here to help with special Labor Day savings throughout the store. When you buy a DeWalt two-tool combo kit featuring a drill and impact driver, you get a DeWalt bear tool for free. Choose from a reciprocating or circular saw, angle grinder, or 20-volt battery. 
and update your appliances and get up to 40% off select appliance special values. This Labor Day, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Tool offer valid through 828. Appliance offer valid through 911 US only.